Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, July 4th, and we have completed week 26 of 2022. As a reminder, businesstravel360.com is a great resource to take advantage of everything business travel. Here you can listen, read, watch, take advantage of deals, look up events, and even have some fun with some great videos. You can check all of this out at businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. Airlines are canceling more than 1,000 flights across the holiday weekend with data from FlightTrack or FlightAware as the summer travel chaos continues. American Airlines led the pack with 183 flights canceled over the weekend, while Delta scrapped 152 and United canceled 96. A fresh wave of cancellations comes after tens of thousands of flights were canceled in June, passengers have had their July 4th weekend plans disrupted, and some have even been left stranded as airline complaints continue to mount. The TSA screened more than 2.4 million travelers at airport checkpoints on Thursday, 17% more than the same Friday before July 4th in 2019. We expect that Friday is going to be busy, of course, and then Sunday will be very busy, according to TSA Administrator David Pikoski on NBC's Today Show. AAA predicts that nearly 48 million people will travel at least 50 miles or more from home over the weekend, slightly fewer than in 2019. AAA also says that car travel will set a record even with the national average price for gas hovering over $5. American Airlines is offering its pilots raises of nearly 17% by the end of 2024, a sign of the leverage that pilots enjoy as airlines struggle with labor shortage. CEO of American Airlines said that the proposal to boost pilot wages at American to levels detailed in the tentative agreement between United and its pilots citing an internal video. Its proposal includes a 6% pay raise at signing and then 5% raises at the start of 2023 and 2024. The latest deal proposed to the pilots' union comes less than a week after United Airlines and its pilots' unions came to a tentative pact that includes a 14% pay increase over the next 18 months. Adoption of IATA's new distribution capability, NDC, is on the rise among airlines. During a media roundtable event, the ITA director of distribution said that 10% of indirect sales are being made through the NDC application program interface, API, compared to 5-6% to in January 2021. Indirect sales via API are made through a travel agency or OTA. The percentage is promising, according to the director, especially as GDSs are not in full NDC production. The number of mid-sized travel management companies plan to rely on their GDS for NDC content. The director also estimates that 95% of NDC direct sales are for leisure travel. He identified three reasons behind that. Depressed business travel during the pandemic, leisure travel is easier to connect and has less complexity, and the TMCs are waiting on their GDSs. Today, more than 60 airlines are NDC certified, representing more than half of the IATA passenger volume. While different parties are moving at different speeds with NDC adoption, the initiative is moving forward. 
The U.S. Department of Transportation reported more than 5,000 complaints from consumers about airline service in April, up nearly 15% in March and 321% from the roughly 1,200 complaints received in April 2019. Of the 5,000-plus complaints in April, nearly 63% concerned U.S. airlines and 28% concerned foreign airlines, and the remaining 10% were about travel companies. One-third of the complaints concerned refunds, while flight problems involving cancellations, delays, and other deviations from airline schedules were a close second at 31%. The report comes as airlines trim schedules to improve operations. Cancellations affected nearly 3,000 flights over Memorial Day weekend and nearly 3,400 on Juneteenth weekend, according to FlightAware. Now in news relating to the changes in travel due to the pandemic. Foreign travelers arriving in Australia will no longer need to be vaccinated against COVID-19 starting on Wednesday, July the 6th. Anyone traveling into Australia needs to declare their vaccination status before arriving. While Australian citizens can arrive unvaccinated, most foreign travelers need to seek an exemption on limited grounds. From July 6th, those requirements will be scrapped altogether, opening the international border in full to unvaccinated travelers. Incoming arrivals will still need to comply with other COVID-19 restrictions, such as wearing a mask on flights bound to Australia. Finland has finally lifted the COVID-19-related restrictions on its borders starting on July 1st. Such a decision means that all persons arriving from other countries will be exempted from the additional entry requirements such as presenting a valid proof of vaccination or a proof of a COVID-19 test result. At the same time, on-site border crossing, COVID-19 testing requirements will also be abolished. China will loosen entry restrictions on U.S. citizens. According to the new policy, U.S. citizens with a negative COVID-19 test result looking to enter China may now apply for and receive green health code for travel in from either the U.S. or a third country. In the past, the embassy will only grant the codes to U.S. citizens flying directly from the U.S. The restrictions coupled with the limited number of direct flights from the U.S. to China caused airline prices to cost as much as $10,000. Bon Air, the Dutch Caribbean island, is adding a visitor entry tax for all travelers to the destination starting on July 1st. Starting then, Bon Air will charge each visitor $75 on a tourist tax that can be paid either in advance through the Bon Air's tourist website or upon arrival at the airport. The destination said that the tax replaces the current room tax and rental car tax, which has been the responsibility for Bon Air travel suppliers. Bonaire said that the tax is expected to bring $6 million a year for the destination. London's Heathrow Airport will have to lower landing fees over the next four years after Britain's aviation regulator responded to pressure from airlines over the cost of flying to the hub. Heathrow wanted to double the fee it charges airlines in order to provide a better service to customers while retaining the support of its owners. But the plan drew fury from the likes of British Airways and Virgin Atlantic who said that the airport was already among the highest in the world. The Civil Aviation Authority said on Tuesday that the average maximum price per passenger would fall to £26 in 2026 from £30 currently based on inflation forecasts. Starting next year, inbound travelers to the EU countries will be required to pay a fee as part of the bloc's new visa waiver program called the European Travel Information and Authorization System, also known as ETIAS. The program, which has been floated as far back as 2016, will require all non-Europeans, including those in the UK, US, and Canada, to obtain an electronic travel permit ahead of arrival. The requirement extends to all travelers who do not need a visa prior to travel. 
the permit will cost each applicant seven euros or around seven dollars and forty cents U.S. and will be valid for travel to Europe for three years. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Hospitality management platform Cloudbeds has acquired Whistle, an LA-based company that provides messaging software for hotels. Terms of the acquisition have not been disclosed. Cloudbeds says that the integration of Whistle's technology will enable it to remove friction in the guest journey while giving hotels a single platform to manage all points of contact. The term contactless is becoming far too synonymous with hospitality, says Richard Castle, co-founder and COO of Cloudbeds. Founded in 2015, Whistle's current clients includes Choice Hotels, Accor, Intercontinental Hotels Group, and Four Sisters Inn. Corporate travel management (CTM) has just confirmed the issue of 100,000 fully paid shares to the Zazi Investment Trust as part of consideration for the acquisition of 1,000 Mile Travel Group, an Australian-based supplier of travel management solutions. The shares valued at over two million dollars are based on the volume weighted average of CTM over the last few weeks. One Thousand Mile Travel Group is led by Ben Ross and Nicola Veltman, and was a member of the Hello World for Business TMC network. The business operates a distribution network of about 30 corporate travel specialists across Australia, as well as an office in the UK, which is part of the Advantage Travel Partnership Consortia. Now, in news relating to the return to travel. As part of a deal with Vin Pearl, a Vietnam-based hospitality company, Marriott Hotels is expanding its presence in Vietnam with an additional eight hotels. The eight hotels will start rolling out later this year. Six of the eight are conversions and are expected to be part of Marriott by the end of 2022, while the other two are new bills and are expected to debut sometime in 2025. Currently, Marriott is operational with ten hotels and resorts in Vietnam. Today's announcement, combined with the previously announced deal, adds thirty hotels in the country, bringing Marriott's Vietnam plan close to forty hotels. Passengers purchasing business first tickets for travel on the Heathrow Express will be able to take advantage of fast track security lanes at Heathrow Airport. The operator announced this at the business travel show in Europe. All business first ticket holders traveling between London Paddington and Heathrow will be able to use priority security lanes, regardless of where or when and how the ticket was purchased. We're really excited to be enhancing our business first product, enabling customers to fly through security and plan more time relaxing before their flight, according to Mark Eastwood, commercial strategy lead at Heathrow Express. Two more airlines have been added to the Transportation Security Administration's TSA PreCheck Known Traveler Program. Both Advance Airlines, a regional airline that serves Southwest U.S., including Arizona, California, New Mexico, Texas, and Eurowings Discover, an airline from Lufthansa that serves some North American cities from the German hubs of Frankfurt and Munich, are now part of the program. PreCheck gives travelers access to the expedited security lanes at U.S. airport checkpoints, which allows them to avoid removing shoes, belts, 311 liquids, food, laptops, and light jackets. Applications have to be made in person, and it costs just eighty-five dollars for five-year membership. Renewals may be completed online for seventy dollars for an additional five years. According to TSA, ninety-three percent of passengers that use PreCheck waited less than five minutes in May twenty twenty-two. And now, in some technology news. 
With the rapid revival of business travel and corporations accelerating the digital transformation, Thomas Cook India Limited, India's leading omni-channel forex service company, has launched FX Now, a pioneering digital tool that empowers its corporate segment to convenient, customizable, and contactless end-to-end foreign exchange services. Foreign exchange procedures require careful documentation and approval, resulting in complex and cumbersome processes. In an initiative to simplify the process, yet maintain necessary checks and balances, Thomas Cook India's FX Now ushers in a digitized foreign exchange model that ensures speed, accuracy, seamless services for its on-the-go business travelers. Travel management company FCM is launching a new innovative alternative to online booking tools which will debut in the UK over the next few months. This new service was unveiled at the Business Travel Show Europe in London. The TMC said FCM bookings have been designed with an emphasis on flexibility and client choice by offering a flexible open platform solution, including a choice of recommended APIs, including HR feeds, duty of care providers, and booking tool selection. FCM Bookings also includes a tuning feature, allowing program managers to control travel options by setting personalized algorithms and individual spending levels. Amadeus has announced that the software giant Microsoft will use the Citric by Amadeus booking and expense platform for its employees. The deal announced at the Business Travel Show in London will see Citric initially deployed to a selected group of Microsoft employees. The first phase includes a rollout of Citric Easy and integration of Citric Travel into Microsoft 365, allowing users to plan trips and share travel details through applications such as Microsoft Office and Microsoft Teams. Ground Transportation Mobility Platform Journey earned the judges' top honors at the 2022 Business Travel Innovation Face-Off at the Business Travel Show. Journey CEO Daniel Price, who represented on behalf of the company, said the ground transportation represents a giant revenue opportunity for TMCs as it currently represents less than 3% of all transactions. The opportunity is even strong as companies switch from work from home or hybrid office setups. The daily commute is now a weekly trip, and it's a weekly business trip, according to Price. And now in some space news. Jeff Bezos' space tourism venture, Blue Origin, completed its fifth crew launch Saturday after a new Shepard rocket backup system that had not met expectations delayed the trip last month. Blue Origin's fourth flight landed successfully in March in West Texas after taking six passengers for a 10-minute journey to the edge of space. Each mission is an opportunity to provide another six people a life-changing experience of witnessing the beauty and fragility of our planet from space, according to Bezos. The company suborbital joyride lasts about 10 minutes from liftoff to touchdown and hits an altitude of 350,000 feet, treating passengers to a few moments of weightlessness before descent back to Earth for a parachute landing. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, 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 o